Hi, this is Pastor Rob, and this is Speak Life. Thank you for joining us today. This is a podcast dedicated to getting to know the people of Our Savior's Palm Springs and specifically understanding their life story. I pray that these sessions together and these episodes that we share would bring us together closer as the body of Christ, especially during this time of stay-at-home orders where we can't meet together. So please take the time over these next few weeks to listen to these podcasts and these individual stories so that we can get to know each other a little bit better. Take care, God bless, and let's begin with our next episode. So, okay, so guys, I'm, I'm just so happy to be here and thank you for both of you for being here. I've got Stacy Harris and Pastor Marlon uh, Henderson here joining us today. Um, to really talk about what's going on in our society today and and what we see that is so troubling in in the minds of of everything just happening. It's, it seems like craziness after coming out of COVID and then now what we see going on in various cities throughout the country. And so mm-hmm. I'm just so thankful that the two of you um, actually were so willing to get together and talk about this. And so thank you for being here, guys. No problem. Um, so the first thing I just want to do is get, you know, get your general thoughts on where you're at on this right now, because I think the people in, in my congregation and the people that will be listening to this, you know, they have one view, but I don't know that, that we have enough conversations with people of color or people of other, um, you know, nationalities or, or even people of different sexual persuasions that, that really would would open our minds to different views. So just share with me what your thoughts are after you see all that's going on today. Pastor Anderson, you want to go first? Um, well, I mean, I, I honestly, I have mixed emotions. Um, it seems like, I mean, we're, we're still in COVID-19 and I think that has caused a very stressful, a lot of pressure. Um, it's actually a lot of pressure on our young people. Yeah. Um, people have to adjust to what they're calling a new normal. Uh, I think in hopes of it going back to the old normal, which I don't think will ever happen for any environment. Um, and so it's a lot of pressure right now. People are in a position, and I think because of the time they have on their hands, it's causing people to really act out out of pain, um, out of irritation. Um, and so, and then we have, so we had a tragedy that has affected the world. And then it seems like soon as we're kind of, it's looking like things are looking up, then it, this comes. And so it's just one thing after another. It's, it's, um, um, it's, it's, it's hurtful on multiple levels. Um, it's hurtful that it looked like we, uh, we as a uh, country were coming together. Oh, yeah. But then it seems like we separated again. <laughs> we were coming together, you know, we we're wearing a mask, we're, we're finally getting it. And then we actually separated again, but we separated in um, groups um, and just things are hurtful. It's very hurtful. Uh, yeah. Very hurtful how, you know, what happened um, um, this past week, or yeah, actually a week from today, last a week. week. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Very hurtful. Um, and then 
just the way things are being played out. That's hurtful, how we're handling things. Um, I, I believe in, I'm, I'm all for protests. I am. Yeah. But I'm not for a protest like this where we're burning, and I say we, where a, a community of people are burning up things in their own community out of pain, out of anger, out of frustration. It's kind of like a, if you have a, I just, I've been talking to people today. It's kind of like you have an argument. You can have a discussion. It can get heated. But the moment you blow your top and it gets over, people shut down. And it just, it's like we're trying to put a fire out, but we're adding fire to the fire, creating a bigger fire. Yeah, and actually we had a fire going because of COVID and then now all of a sudden you put this on top of it, right? And so it's almost like, I love what you said in terms of it seemed like we were coming together with the COVID situation and then all of a sudden everything changed last Monday Mm -hmm. and it was a terrible situation. I think there's nobody that would say, you know, that that was was not something that was horrible. But then to see what's happening now is, is absolutely devastating. Let me just and let me just say this, uh, and and I don't want to hold the whole conversation, but one thing that I I, I hope that sometimes we can comp- have, and it's a legitimate it's a little legitimate concern um, with this situation with um, George. What happened to George Floyd? It's very legitimate, and it's not just this one incident. I think this is the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, period. I agree. Oh. You know, and I, and when you add, when you add, when you don't deal with things as they come, and so what happens is you cause a person to explode. And I think we've, I think as a community, as a uh, time, this time frame, it's like, you know what, the only way I'm going to be heard is I'm going to explode. Maybe, you know, as, as the old saying goes, it's the squeaky wheel that gets the grease. Right. So it's like, look, I've been waiting on a lot of grease. And so nothing has been done. And so I think it's, look, you need to hear me, yeah. you know. Um, and so, but the only thing that I have a problem with is we have to be careful as a country, as a community, and those that, that are bringing forth their legitimate complaints, yeah. that we don't be found guilty of the same crime that we're complaining about. Mm. Good point. Yeah. You know, I, I, when you just talked about that, I think of, you know, the quote that was sort of put out on Facebook and other places from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't know if you guys saw it, where he said, you know, that rioting is the voice of people who have no voice. And mm. uh, that that's how they make their presence known. And I think that's exactly mm. what you were saying, uh, Pastor Henderson, is that, that they, they are trying to make their voice known and be heard. And there's so sure. much pain and so much hurt that's been built up that that's exactly what's sort of yes. coming out right now, right? And um, I know Martin Luther King said the same sort of thing in a different way, that, 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 that riot is how people are heard. And, and we hate to see this, but it shows that there is that much pain and that much hurt that is there that's been built up. And, and as you said, the camel's back was broken because of what happened last Monday with Floyd. Right. Um, that is devastating. And, and you can tell there's so much hurt. So, Stacy, tell me sort of what's on your mind as well. Well, I absolutely agree with Pastor Anderson. I think what what happens is things happen all the time. And as long as we don't say anything, it's no big deal. Hmm. But the minute, the it's, it's a powder keg. Think about just the month of May alone, there was five deaths. Mm-hmm. It was five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
by the hands of either a police officer or someone that was a, used to be a police officer. Armand Aubrey was just going for a run. Right. Breonna Taylor was at home sleep. Like, so it's not just one incident. What it is is that they, they're fed up. And you have those that may want to just protest, peaceful protest. Mm-hmm. Hey, we just want our voices heard. But then you have the younger generation or just those that just want to tear up stuff. They come in and now we're so mixed in. They don't know who to um, right. arrest. They don't know who. So you have people that are getting shot. You have people that are getting hit or, you know, shot with the, those plastic bullets, whatever you call them. Rubber and bullets. Rubber bullets. You have the tear gas that, that's affecting everyone. And but it's just the same on the on the side of blue lives because they're not all bad cops. All cops are not bad. Right. Exactly. Not at all. Exactly. Some cops exactly. are safe. Some cops are pastors. Look at you, Pastor Miller. It was like, but what they do is exactly. they just they just think that all cops are bad. But well, you know, it's like you look at even the protests. I'm very careful with that protest when they said ACAB. I'm not going to that right. kind of protest. Yeah. So right. people have to look and see what they're looking at. You know, you have a protest and they're sitting here and they're being peaceful and they're just putting up their signs, but then here come you know, the people that's coming in from other cities, they're, it's not just mm-hmm. from the city that they're in. They're not tearing up their cities. That's what people I think need to understand. You got people in buses coming from LA, coming from Oakland, coming from San Bernardino into your city to tear up our cities. It's not just us. Yeah, and, and that's sad to hear that. To hear, yeah. Sad to hear that people are coming in to create that chaos and Correct. actually sort of, I think, diverting away from the attention that needs to be given, right? Mm-hmm. Right, so then it gets, right, and then it gets muddy. The whole purpose yeah. gets muddy. And then they say, why are we burning up our city? Why are we, and it's not just we, just like the cops. We can't just put them all, we can't put them all in the same barrel. No, anytime. We can't put in the same barrel. Anytime you paint a whole group with one brush, it's a it's the wrong thing to do, right? Exactly. And so you yeah. know, there's bad pastors, there's bad doctors, and exactly in every area of life, right? In every area, absolutely. And you know, the officers that I know from being a chaplain with the police department in Palm Springs, if there's a bad officer, they're the ones who want to get rid of them more than anybody else, because you know, a, a friend of mine in Wisconsin told me that just yesterday, who's a, a, a cop up in Wisconsin, he said, I want the bad cops out more than anybody else does because they muddy the water for us all. And so, you know, it's sad when we start painting that brush because that's what I think any group of people hate is when you get generalized. Um, So with all this being said, how do you think we got here? In your mind, what got us to this point? You know, um, really quick, it's, it's, it's it's, it's kind of funny that 99 years ago today was the Tulsa, Oklahoma massacre. Mm-hmm. And it started on May 31st and it, I don't, I guess it ended June 1st, um, but it was 99 years ago today. And it hasn't stopped. See the thing with racism, people think, oh, it's gotten worse. No, it hasn't gotten worse. It's gotten filmed. There's mm-hmm. a difference. It's never stopped. It's always been there. You know, just like, you know, we go through things as Christians, but God has always been there. It's like, what do we want to use to, where do we want to draw our peace from? We want to, we want to turn to God where others may want to just turn to war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just like, who do you want to draw your strength from? You want to draw it from 
you want to build on the hate or do you want to try to find love and, and, and try to bridge this gap? But as long as we never try to bridge it all together, yeah. mm-hmm. we will continue to have this 99 years ago from 99 years ago from here, someone's going to be sitting on a podcast saying the exact same thing. Yeah. And that's a right. scary thought, isn't it? To think that, that, um, you know, that is there going to be enough change coming out of this to really make a difference? Right. You and, know, and I think a lot of things, something else people need to understand is I am extremely fearful. I have a black son. Mm-hmm. My son is a good kid. My son just went through being bullied last year, very suicidal because of the bullying. He's a good kid. He don't speak out of turn. He don't talk back to anyone. He doesn't steal. Mm-hmm. He doesn't just fight people. But guess what? When he gets older, they're not going to see that. They're not going to see the good kid that he is. All they're going to see is that he's a black man. Wow. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. That's horrible. That's can, can I, Go ahead. Can I, can I chime in? You know, you know what I think one of the, one of the biggest issues that not only the uh and, and i hate to use these terms but let's just be honest um with the, the white race the black race the yeah. mexican race is we don't believe in relationship no more when i was younger we knew the neighbors across the street we knew the neighbors down the street and we would help anybody the reason why you would a person would never know that uh, that i'm a a man of integrity or i would be willing to give you this is because we don't take the time to learn who each other are. Yeah. We don't say, hey, how you doing? We, it's sad because even in our neighborhoods, we don't even know who our neighbor is five houses down. We knew who our neighbors were from one, probably a whole, maybe three or four blocks down the street. Mm-hmm. That, that, that day is over with. So therefore, the only way you would know my character is by actually having conversations like this going to events and venues because you, you you allow yourself an opportunity to figure out who I am and what I'm really about instead of operating off of preconceived notions, what you heard, what you thought, what you think, which borderlines the racism card. It borderlines, and I, let me not say card, but you it, it's classified, well, I might be your best friend. How would yeah. you know? We've got to give each other a chance. There's no relationship. You're exactly it's like, right. oh, you look different from me, and it's and and, and I and I I got to say this, and when we are born, it's amazing. When we are born, we do not come out uh, racist. We naturally, yeah. we naturally um, cling to humanity. It has nothing to do with color. Right. Um, exactly I mean, right. That's something that is taught, and it's something based off a level of ignorance. Ignorance is not stupidity, but it becomes stupid when you won't take the time to have a relationship. You know, I I have, like for you, I have a a lot of respect for you because I've had the opportunity to, you know, actually be with you up and close and personal. We've traveled and, and, you know, so that, that squashes or puts the fire out of, okay, he's just like every, the other person I met or, you know what I'm saying? We know we have what happens yeah what happens with that is that we we realize that that we're not so different okay (laughs) what we realize is that you know just like my daughter is asian because we adopted her from china she looks Mm -hmm. different than i do 
but mm-hmm. that's a great blessing from God because he's created us right. all with these unique, unique variety who we yes, are, but that doesn't mean that we're not the same in terms of our humanity. Right. Exactly. And that's, that's, I think the thing that we miss is because we don't, as you said, spend the time getting to know one another. And, and we tend to be isolated in our own communities. You know, the, the white people stay together, the black people stay together, the Asians stay yes. together. And I realize yeah. that's sort of a natural human characteristic. Mm-hmm. But what I love is the fact that when I reached out to you guys and said, can we talk? You were like immediately, yes, let's Absolutely. do this. Because Absolutely. I think we realize that this is an important thing for us to do. Right. Absolutely. You know, and, and it's interesting because you bring up this idea of racism. And I think there's a lot of um, a lot of people in the you know white people that actually think racism isn't the big deal anymore. Wow. And, yeah. and I think they hide behind this idea of not understanding this idea of white privilege either. Um, and I'll, I'll admit, I mean, there were times in my life back uh, years ago before I really started looking and learning uh, um, and talking with people that I didn't understand what right, white privilege meant. In fact, I thought it was a slight on me, you know, when someone mentioned mm-hmm. that there was white privilege. It's sort of, mm-hmm. you know, it's easy to become very defensive upon that. Um, but white privilege is very real. And, and I would ask you guys to really sort of speak to that if you could, so that people can understand what really white privilege is from your viewpoint. Right. Well, really quick, um, that's a good one. What I, what I think, here's a really good example. Both of you gentlemen are different races, right? Both of you are fathers. Yep. Both of you are providers. Mm-hmm. Both of you are men of faith. And both of you guys want to get home at night to your families. That's right. But now what you've, yeah. So what you've had to do throughout the day to make sure that you can get home to your family, it's going to be very different. Period. Period. Yeah. You're on the front line and, you know, you still have to protect and serve even people that want to call you all kind of names or, you know, but as soon as we dial 911, we're going to want your help. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you can drive home without a problem, whereas Pastor Henderson may not be able to. Right. He has to worry about getting pulled over for no reason. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. you, you guys are both men, like I said, but it's totally different. And that's basic white privilege. Yes, it is. Yes. Can, and and uh, you know what? My wife used to tell me something, and I actually, out of several years, my wife and I have been married 15 years, actually going on 15 years very shortly, and she would tell me, why do you leave the house without your ID? Why do you leave the house without your, your license? And I went walking this morning. You know what the first thing I did? I got my license and put it in my pocket. Okay. Because just in case I can't, just in case I go walk and I get, hey, what are you doing or what's going on, where you headed, whatever the case, I can't say, well, I'm, you know, such and such. Okay, well, you look like someone else or you appear to be. Um, and 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 there was a time I believe that if I was walking with my wife, then my wife could could I identify me, say, oh, that he's my husband. Now things happen, whether my wife is there or not. It's like, I don't care about you. I don't care that you're married. I don't even care that you're with your children. I can, it's, it's like a superior, mm. superior. It's, it's, I've been in a store 
and I've got it. We, we and, and this is for the sake of healing. I, I, I really pray that we really implement some things. We may not be able to change the world, but I think we can start somewhere. And Absolutely. hopefully this thing will catch on. It, we can't change the world, but we can change our world. Right. Our world. And Correct. in hopes of that thing will catch on. Because I, I really believe that this is purposeful. And I think this is great. I, I really believe the Lord let you to do Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I've been in, I've been, I've been in the, uh, for, uh, for example, I'll, I'll two, two quick examples. I, at my job, um, I'm a union employee. Okay. So all we have is seniority. When right. I first started here, the attitude was like, you should just be grateful that you even work here. I'm wow. like, wow, really? Okay. And so, and then the other thing is. And that was based on, on, because you're a black man. Yeah. Yeah. You should just yeah. be happy that you have this job. Yeah, you should be. You Basically, don't complain. Don't say anything. You should just be grateful that you're even here. Yeah. And that's and, and, and that's that's just the stigma. I mean, um, and then, you know, you could be in the grocery line and I felt we're white gentlemen or, or, or you know, or, or will, will not want to stand behind me because I'm in front of them. And it's like they'll move to the side, and it's like, or they'll they'll be antsy, or um, a, a white lady will clutch her purse, and I'm like, you don't have to worry about that. I, I, I'm a hardworking man. I would give to you before I take from you, or or you know, like, uh oh, let me lock my door. Yeah. And it's like, why am I the enemy? You know, or hey, how are you doing? How, hey, it'll be stuff like this. Can I help you? Oh no, I'm fine. I'm just looking. Can I help you? Oh, no, I'm fine. I'm just looking. But yeah. other people can walk in the store. No problem. Oh, you know, it's just it's just the superior attitude. And it and it and 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 I wanted to say something, just I wanted to move back. I think that before things change with our governmental system, I think this I think this has been here for ages. Yes. Okay. But but we have a professional way of covering things up. You know, mm. I've shaken some white gentlemen's hands and they wipe their hands off on their pants after I shake their hand. I'm like, wow. Hey, and, and Christian, <laughs> Christian, I'm like, funny. And so I'm like, well, maybe I ought to wipe my hands off too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, um, and I, and I, and it's like, at some point you got to think like, okay, what are you, what are, what are you saying? Or, or, you know, it, it's like, um, you know, it's, it's really, it's just out there, you know? Yeah. Well, me, it's, it's the, it, from, from my heart, it breaks to hear that, you know, because as, mm -hmm. as a white man, I, I don't feel I have those things happen to me. Right. Obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. but I think that most people don't understand that when we say the words, right, white privilege, that that's what we mean is that it's mm -hmm. just that, that, I have the benefit of not being judged by my color. You get a, you know what white privilege is? Yeah. You get a pass. You I get, get a pass. pass. You get, you just get a pass. It's like, and, and I gotta say this, this is it. And I don't want to take up the whole conversation. I, in order to get the same level of respect that you would get, I've got to be four times better. Yeah. It's not that I, I may actually be academically better. I may be more skillful, but I will never get the credit that you would get, you just automatically, or, or, or that individual will get a pass. 
I've got to be exceptional on e in every area wow. just to get the credit that you would normally get for being yep. just just uh, being uh, moderate in your skill set. I love I, like, that's I a great understand. way to say it is I get a pass. And I think that yeah. I've never heard it said that way, but I like that. Yeah, it's a learned, it's definitely a learned behavior. Um, exactly. I'm giving you a quick example. I had um, at work, you know, I'm, I was um, the only African-American at our company. Um, and, you know, as a manager, we're in a management meeting and we're having a meeting. And, you know, one of the girls were just talking in general, right before our 9 a.m. meeting, was just in general talking about, you know, these names that, you know, her family used to call them, you know, back in the day. And she's, I guess, it didn't even register to her. She was like, oh, yeah, they used to call us cool butts. And, and everybody in the room was like, no, don't say that. Don't say that. It was like, she was like, what? That's what my mom used to say. Well, you cool but And not even realizing what she's saying, right? So she's not knowing. Everybody else in the room is trying to get her to stop. And they're looking at me. And they're turning red. And they're looking at me. And I'm just sitting there, you know. And, and then my supervisor, this is right before I became the manager. My supervisor was like, Oh, we, she didn't mean that. At least we, at least my family freed our slaves. Mm. This just happened last year. Wow! And I just looked at my supervisor, and so now everyone's face in the room is red. Mind you, I'm the only black in the whole building. So after the meeting, after our morning meeting, you know, everybody's looking at me. Are you okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just gonna go to my office. So I went upstairs to my office, and some of the other managers went to HR. I never said a word to HR. Mm -hmm. And they went to HR. They said, oh my God, I need you to check on Stacy. Da 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 da. And told her everything that happened. And then the comments that you know, Jill made yeah. and the comments that this person made, you know, and, and they were like, oh my God. So they came to me the next morning. Um, and she came in my office and she closed the door. And I'm like, hey, good morning. And when she said it, she's like, I heard what happened. And when I tell you, it was just like somebody turned a faucet on. I mean, I the tears couldn't stop. Yeah. And I told her, I went home and I just thought about it. And I told her, you know, I said, my thing with it, I said, maybe she didn't realize what she was saying, but this is where I have to look at. I didn't even think about myself. I immediately thought about my child. And I'm gonna tell you why. This person that made the comments has three little kids. I have one son. So I said, I have to think about you know, my child in that moment. And the reason why is because I don't know what she's teaching her children or if she's saying these things just freely, not realizing the effect it could have. Right. And then the, the kids are watching YouTube videos. The kids is all on, you know, different social medias. They're watching TV. So then they, it becomes a learned behavior. I said, so out of her three children, one of her children may grow up to be the lawyer that may have to stand and judge my child one day. Right. The other, the other child may grow up to be the police officer that may pull my child over one day. I said, and the third child may be the doctor that may want to not take the choice of saving my child's life one day. So people have, we all have to be very, very careful what we're saying and the effects it could have yeah. on others as well as our own children. That's a great point, right. you know, and, and that we have to take the responsibility of, of changing it right now. Right. Yes. And, and watching what we say so that we don't actually continue to pass this on. Absolutely. And, um, that's, I think, what a, that's a great point you brought up, Stacey. I think that's that's very key. Um, and that if we don't take it seriously, if we don't believe there's racism, if we don't believe in white privilege, then the, the problem is we'll just continue to pass it on. Correct. Yeah. Hey, so, let, let me 
oh, and I'm our sorry. children will be having this conversation years from now. <laughs> exactly right, and we don't want that to happen. So go ahead, Marlon. Go ahead. Hey, um, and I, I want to say I want to say two things, two brief things. One, I, I want I think we ought to realize that you can be a truly born again Christian and have an issue with being prejudiced. Oh yeah, it's not. And I know this, some people are like, how can, Jonah was prejudiced. Jonah, Jonah did, Jonah, and he had a, re he didn't have a reason to be prejudiced, but he had, he had been done so wrong. And, and when we don't deal with things, it turns from a grudge, it's like an anger, then grudge. And then it's like, Jonah was like, I don't care if they all go to him. Right. He's like, so it's, it's, it's very real true born again Christians can have this issue they need to be delivered but they need to have the conversations that that we are having and and really and I think that how can I put this if let's let's go back to uh, May 25th this is how I, this is how I think it would help us all there's a scripture that says treat others how you want to be treated right right okay so I look at it like this. There's, uh, there is one situation, and and this is just for clarity. I'm only using it for clarity. There's a police officer. I don't know what state. He comes into a, a a street party, and he pulls a teenage girl by her hair, wrestles her down like a man. Okay, um, and it's like my daughter's 14 years old. Okay. So what happens if me, uh, I'm barbecuing at home, we may go in the front yard and somebody says, oh, I seen your daughter do this. And I'm like, no, you did not. My daughter's been with me, wrestles my daughter down as a man. And then the rage that's in me, look at the massacre that could cause. Right. Because I'm gonna be honest with you. I could not sit there uh, last Monday, if that was in that same situation, it would have, I'm going to just be honest with you. Can we, this is an honest conversation. Very much so. Me as, I would not sit there and allow that to happen by any cop with a relative taking, snuffing the living daylights out of the person until he dies or she dies, whether it was a relative, whether it was a friend, actually a human being, and sit there. I would be dead along with that person. I would have done something. It There's... So you, so you, there's a rage in me that, yeah. that, 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 how could I just sit there and watch that? Right. And, and listen, listen to this. You know what, you know what really hurt me to the core as is this, this was very Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I have to teach Bible study. I was having a great day and it just hit me Tuesday. I was struggling. And I've been struggling and it's like, you know what? I literally had to pray through the feelings that I had because I, I, I was just hurt, disappointed that this man cried out for his mother. Right. If you, if no, let's get back to humanity. That blood curdling call, his mother, when a when when a when a human being cries out for their mother, yeah. he knew what was coming. Yeah. My life is that that hurt me to the core. I'm a grown man. Yeah. 
and it literally brought me to tears. I've never met this man before in a day in my life. I, it, and that hurt me. And it's like, put yourself in my shoes. Would you want me to come or would you want a cop to come in your home and wrestle your daughter down in front of you and look at you as like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, do think, something. You know, and I can I'm, hear, the, I can hear the passion and the pain. Yes. Voice, right. And I can hear how much that hurts. And, and I think that that's what, what a lot of people miss, right. Is they don't see that the impact of what that event has on people in our society. Um, right. And they sort of pass it off as if it's not that big a deal. But it, it's not, but pastor, it's not, it's not that big a deal because it doesn't happen to them. Well, that's, what, it, that's what I was just going to say. I was going to oh, say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was going to say, it's not that big a deal because they can't see it happening to them. Right. Okay? Right. And so, you know, it, it is, it's, it's when you see that that's a potential that could happen to you and you start really understanding how that is something that you guys deal with on a continual basis that the rage starts coming out and the, and the passion starts coming out. Right. And, yeah. and I don't think people realize that. And, right. and there's has to be this sort of, in my mind, this understanding that we are all human beings, as we've said, Absolutely. Before, and that we have to understand how events that affect people affect us differently, but mm -hmm. that doesn't mean it's wrong. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it, it just, it, it, it breaks my heart to hear the passion in your voice and to hear how much pain is there. Because um, I can just imagine, you know, what that is like for you to sit there and think, boy, that could be me right there. And, and that's how I, that's, you know, I, I told my wife, I said, you know, what we really have, my son is 20 years old. I said, we got to pray for our son. You know, he, he's, he's going to school, he's working. And, 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 and it's like, my wife said, well, we not only have to pray for him, I got to pray for you too, because you could be that person too. Wow. There, no one, no one is exempt. And it's like, uh, and I say, you know what, you're right. You, you are so, so right. And you I've, and, and, you know, I will be honest and say, when I see that event, I never think of myself as saying that could be me. Right. Yep. Exactly. I don't. So that's a, that's a concern that you never have to, you've put, you've like, oh, That'll it's not, it's not a first thought. It's not, not, not going to be a first thought for him, and it, that's normal. That's how that's how it is. Yep, yep. Right. And that's a great. That's a great distinction. But do you know what that actually was? I don't even think people realize that was actually a lynching on the ground. Yeah, mm. I've heard that before too. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that was. But right. see, now it's like, okay, what do we do now? We are all believers in the body of Christ. Yep. We don't have that same you know, we still deal with, you know, we all have our own lifestyles and we still came up a certain way and we still dealt with, you know, police and all these things for and racism and all this stuff, but we still, we still serve God. So what can we all do? How can we come together? When can we come together? And see, that's just a problem. It's like, we always talk about coming together only when- We've got to move on it. Yeah. <laughs> We've Everybody, been talking about this for a while now, right? For a while. Just, yeah. Everybody in Palm Springs- Right. Yes. I was just talking to Pastor Gilbert about it. I said, you know, all these smaller churches in Palm Springs alone, everybody's trying to be a chief. Nobody wants, nobody wants to, to come together. Because exactly. everybody wants to be an individual. But now we should be coming together. We should have been coming together, period. But at least if it's just once a month, all the churches in 
in that whole area. Let's get with Pastor Goodwin. We can right. come in here and I mean have a real assembly. I because would love it's that. not about us. And I would love that because yeah, we, you know we've what? been talking about that. We've been we saying have. it like, what is the hold up? Let's but but let's not just talk. Let's let's do it. And and, and this that's the way that's because we gotta stop. We we can't put a band-aid over a running sore. We've no. got to open and this is the big I'm so glad. I don't mean to cut you off, but I have to say this. No, don't worry I, about I it. really I value and I respect you because um my, I told my wife, I said, man, Pastor Goodwin reached out to us. And you know, she said, you got, that's, that's a great thing. She was like, that is a good, and I, I really, yep. I have a, I, 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 res, I respect you. I respect, Absolutely. but I have a newfound respect for you. Um, just to take this step and, and, and that we can actually, hey, be honest with one another and, and, and really talk. Um, and I just got, let me say this, there, just know that it's not, a black and a white thing, we've got to get back to humanity because even in our, like Stacy mentioned, even in our local churches, I've got to say this, sometimes we don't get along with one another. Oh yeah. It could be, yeah. it's not, I'm like this, I'm, I'm the type of guy, we're going to deal with error, let's deal with it. Yeah. And if, if the black community would be more supportive of one another, it's like a student in school, right? With right. me as a parent, when I support my student that's in school, usually those teachers will support that student. Mm -hmm. So yep. maybe if we would come together in our local world, our local world, we can't change the world like that, but we've got to come together. So it's not just black and white, sometimes black against black. Yeah. It's just a multiplicity of things. Exactly. But, 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 but the thing is, it, we've got to stop talking and start moving forward. We, we talk a lot. There's a song that says, you talk, you talk too much, you don't ever shut up. What's the, we should got we got we got <laughs> we got to stop talking <laughs> exactly. Here's, action, here's the thing that I mean action, you're right on let's the move forward. <laughs> you're right there, and, and I agree 100 percent with what you're saying because I think the gospel is called gospel calls us together, right? Thank you, absolutely, amen, amen. And I love the verse from Galatians. What is it? Galatians chapter I forget what it is. Galatians chapter three, I think it is 28 where it talks about there's neither Jew nor Greek, nor neither slave Absolutely. nor free. There's no male or female that, that we're all one in Christ, right? Yes, and so exactly. in my view, what I've loved, this is why I suggested we get together for the, for the Easter service or whatever. I want to yeah. show this community that truly the gospel calls us together. together. And the gospel Unite. is one that brings us united together. And mm -hmm. if we can find ways for all of us to come together and show that we can work together and love each other and mm -hmm. have relationships with each other, that's what's going to change things, right? Because it's going to show that we treat each other as humans and we see right. the dignity of each of us. Not right. that we ignore our differences, but that we actually love the differences. Right. And I think that's... Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, is, is we need to start loving the differences that we have and understand that those are gifts that God gives us. And so just because you're different than I am doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. That actually means it's a glorious thing because we're all made in the image of God. And because of that, then we can actually celebrate our differences and come together and love each other. I Absolutely. want to find ways for us to actually do that, that we can actually come together and do that. And I would love it if you guys would partner with us and do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. We can, we can name it Reach Beyond the Walls. You can call it Love Beyond the Walls, but it needs to be Beyond what the Walls. We I gotta get 
out that into the communities. The, the walls, that's the problem. We're it's trying to wall. do ministry, exactly. The walls of color, yep. the walls yeah. of differences, yeah. the walls of the way you do it, I do it. Exactly. And you, you, made a you made a valuable, a very valid and valuable point. Listen, the difference, the, the uniqueness that you have, I get the benefit of being able to take that from you. And our gifts are for others, not for ourselves. That's and right. if we realize that I'm here, God poured into me something that you, that you or Stacy or anyone you, it may be you may have you may, it may be in the same category, but what I can give to you, you can't get it from anyone else. And right. my job is to pour into you, and vice versa. Yep. We're to pour into one another, and I we all get the benefit of becoming better, more seasoned, more flexible. But we've got to see it the right way. Yeah. You know, if we our perspective has to change, and it can happen. It, it can, can happen. I well, and the amazing the egos, thing is, the egos have to be removed. You have people that don't want to don't want to come together because, again, it's absolutely. a money thing. But no, I'm keeping mine over here yeah. instead of coming absolutely. together for what's important. Even if right. we just don't think about ourselves, and you know what, I don't want my child. I want my child to really love wanting to be a cop again. Right. I need him to see that there's cops right now that that worship God just like we do that right. come together absolutely absolutely yep i need him to re i need to restore we need to restore that love for each other we're never going to we're going to have i promise you it's sad to say but if we don't this conversation probably happened 20 years ago it's happened 20 years before that and we're going to keep having this conversation until we right. do it and we can start i say let's go for it we've got to be the catalyst for change we've got to we we have it. Hey, it starts right here. Let's if it's just the IE, let's get it started. Well, here's the amazing thing is what we were talking about before we actually started the podcast, Stacey, was, was the fact that really the walls of the church haven't meant anything over the last two and a half months. Right. Because right? okay? we've all sort of been away from it. And, and as I've said, our building hasn't meant anything to us over the last two and a half months because we've all been dispersed. What a great right. time for us to actually sort of start this right now. As a way for Perfect us to time. find ways to do this because we actually are outside our walls and we're yes, living we beyond our walls, which I know walls. is the name of your church as well right now. But we have to figure out a way that we can actually do this together. And yes. so absolutely. I, I love the fact that you guys said so said yes to this conversation so early absolutely. and so easily. I love that. And I've been looking forward to this conversation ever since Saturday night when you said you wanted to do this with me. Um, but I'm actually more excited now than I was before because of the fact that I think we can have a long-term relationship out of this where we can try to make some change in the, in the culture and do it together. Yeah, and absolutely. so um, I just yeah, am absolutely. so thankful and I have so much hope for the future because I know what Jesus can do. And if we come, oh, to, yeah. <laughs> we can come together with the, as the body of Christ here, not just absolutely. my congregation, but all of us together, um, right. just think what Christ can do. And what yeah, God absolutely. can do through that, because he can do more than we could ever imagine. Hey, I, you know, let me just, Pastor, let me just tell you this. But I feel led to tell you this. I want to tell you from me to you, I love you. Amen. I really do. I really, I, I love you as a human being, as a man, as a pastor, as a leader. I, I feel that in my heart, you need to know that I love you. And, and I don't see color. I, honestly, it's like, man, hey, we're we're good. It's like, hey, I love you. Let's yeah. work. We're here. We're here to do ministry. We're here to serve others and not to be served. I agree. You know, let let's 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 you know whatever it takes. Let's put our heads together. 
and 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 show the love. Love is an action word. We yeah. can't talk about it. We gotta we gotta show it. <laughs> it is, and believe me, I mean that's. I, I thank you for saying that. And um, you know, I felt the connection and the love between us from the first time we met when we were in Disneyland, right? And we did the, yeah. the choir yeah. together. So I, I actually um, love that you said that, and and I have the same heart for you as well, and for you, yeah. Stacy, yeah. also. So um, let's not let this be the end. Let's let this be the beginning. And Absolutely. so over the next few days, let's let's the three of us really text back and forth through Facebook Messenger and figure out what we can do to actually get this moving forward. Sounds okay. good. Amen. Hey, and also, I, Pastor Goodwin, anytime you need me, I'll do anything for you because your integrity speaks for yours. Absolutely. For you. Well, thank Absolutely. you guys. You're, you guys are just gems. And, uh, you know, I just love talking with you. I love how honest you are. I love how the passion comes out. And uh, it's great to see how Christ lives in you guys and how you show that forth so well. And so, um, you know, I'm looking forward to this relationship and I'm looking forward to how we can move forward together. Awesome. Amen. Thank you guys. Can I, can I end with prayer? And if you guys want to chime in with prayer, I would appreciate you doing that too. Okay. So Lord, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity for us to gather together. And Lord, I thank you that you brought these spirits of the three of us together, Lord, so that, so that we could have some open conversation and dialogue. And Lord, I just pray that, that what we've talked about today, that Lord, as people hear it, it would touch their hearts and their minds. And Lord, it would create a change by the work of the Holy Spirit, Lord and that you would change people from the inside out, that, Lord, our hearts would be transformed, and that, Lord, we would repent of those things that we need to repent of, that we would, Lord, look forward to those things that we need to look forward to, and that, Lord, we would not sit back, but actually, Lord, we would get involved in making things different for the future. We know, Lord, you can do amazing things, and so, Lord, we just put our trust in you, and, Lord, thank you for what you've done. Thank you for these thank two you. individuals, Lord. I thank you for for um, Marlon, but I also thank you, Lord, for Stacy and Lord, what a great blessing they are to me. But Lord, I know they're a blessing to so many other people as well. So Lord, just keep us safe. I ask you to Lord, put a hedge of protection around both of these individuals. Yes. You would allow them, Lord, to be protected and that Lord, you would allow no evil to come towards them at all. Mm. Lord, more than anything, you would allow us to have the same spirit, the spirit of Jesus Christ. Yes that would bond us together as brothers and sisters and that would allow us to go forward in his name. So Lord, we just say, and Lord, I just thank you for what Jesus has done for us. Through him, we have forgiveness. Through him, we yes. have Lord, that changes everything for us. Thank you. Yeah, just pray this in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey guys, thank you very much for joining me. I appreciate this. And, um, I'm serious. I, I really appreciate both of you and love you for doing this. Thank you. And I, I really just want to make sure that we don't let this go. Absolutely. 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 Let's get Thanks, to guys. Blessings Amen. to you. Okay? <laughs> Blessings. Blessings. Take care. One. You too. Have a great night. Bye. All right.